Coming at you live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet traveling to alternate dimensions for the enjoyment of the listeners. Wait. What? What? When did that? This is because because the, this the Peter Cushing movies are, are not oh, in universe canon. Oh, so like, we call them our what? alternate dimension. She was <laughs> like, what did, did I miss? It's our flash sideways. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, did they go to an alternate? Yeah, I don't remember doing that. They are an alternate dimension. Hey, it's the noobs I, I, and the Hoobian. I did think that I, I, I missed something big in the movie. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, so, Trip so and I were right there. <laughs> and my name's Austin. I'm the Hoobie, and these are my sons, Corbin and Trip. And, and we're, we're the, the nudes. And joining us from the St. Louis offices of Master Closet Studios is our classic Hoobian. I'm Jared? Question mark? <laughs> question mark? Who put a question mark in there? We, we should I put that in there a couple of weeks ago. You read the, a we couple of weeks ago. You I said know. I, do, I did it the same every... thing every time. No, I think like, last time you said, I'm Jared, question mark. Yeah, like, that's true. When you said question mark, you punctuated it with a question mark. <laughs> question like, mark. I'm Jared, question mark. Keep going, keep going. This is the podcast that introduces a whole new generation to Doctor Who or some other nonsense by watching an episode each week or some other nonsense and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before and, and two, two sons, sons who, who have it or some nonsense. And a Jared who, I, I don't remember if I've seen this before or not, so. Ooh. I don't like any of us. All new territory for all I really don't think I saw it. We're all the noobs. Yeah. Guys, I've been waiting so long to say the following phrase. Welcome to episode 200! (laughs) Holy crap! Y'all remember when I started counting this down at like 160? (laughs) It's like, (laughs) just 40 episodes to go? (laughs) We kind of forgot about it. Welcome to episode 200, which by the way, I think I've mentioned this as well. Anytime I've ever discussed the fact that that I have a podcast and that I do a podcast with my kids, um, there's always this, oh, that's that's really... That's that's something, isn't it, Austin? And I go, yep, we're recording episode 179 this weekend. Oh, and they're like, holy crap. No, like oh, you actually have a podcast? No, yeah, we actually we, we actually do with with uh, with with listeners and everything. So welcome to episode 200. You, you made it. You made it this far. Why not keep going? Covering Daleks Invasion Earth 2150. I like that trip. Just congratulated the listeners, the listeners. as much as us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Congratulations was, for sticking was, with Listen, us. listen. We know we it know was it was hard. It was a challenge. That first season. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get through 10, if you can get the first 10 out of the way, it's just like when you're watching New Who. If you can get that first season under yeah. your belt, just, it's worth the payoff. But hey, then if you go back and watch it again, you find that it's uh, your favorite. Uh, so, you know. Oh, there you go. There you go. This is the and one it, where it's kind of like nobody's listening. You know, you the go audio back was so bad, you couldn't even hear my contributions. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't even know if Jared was we don't, have to, we don't have to bring up that episode again where you didn't get recorded and we released oh the episode anyway. We don't have to bring that one up again. <laughs> okay. There's I'm just gonna... like two minutes of us giggling to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to clue the listeners in on something. If you look deep into your audio device, you might be able to see this. It's kind of fun now because we're we have a webcast for like the just for us during recording for like the first time, well, second time, but we we can see each other. And it's nice when I tell my jokes and I get to see the the blank stare on everyone's faces until it finally sinks in. Because <laughs> it's like half a second off. In my head, I've always just imagined you guys rolling your eyes at me and then giving pity laughs. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've been keeping this poor guy in the dark oh 
It's like, I don't know. I, I guess I'm contributing something. They keep Do you, they, they haven't te- they haven't told me no yet, so I guess <laughs> Do you remember that first contribution I sent? I was like, if you like this, maybe if you want to include it, I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah I and I was like, the entire you are time. hired, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tell God. you what, man, because I do look back and say, there were some times where I made some really dumb decisions at, on this show of oh. like, what if we put in this? Hear me out. Of- hear me out, Jared. Hear me out. Hang on. Hear me out. Where are we going with this? What I mean is to take some random dude and be like, why don't you yeah. just always be on the show? But, but the reason is because, it, oh, it, it absolutely was the best decision. Oh, yeah. but, but looking back on it and being like, so you just like yeah. one email and you invited this guy <laughs> onto the show? And it, you know what? Though? It really wasn't that. He recorded we a five-minute segment. Well, okay, so we first, like, of all, oh, first of all, you were the first and maybe only audio contribution we've ever gotten to the show. I think. I don't think I've ever had anybody else submit audio to no, the show. And we've ever. definitely never okay. played it. Can we just pause for a moment? <laughs> and... and <laughs> Jared keeps and appreciate freezing. that Jared is frozen oh. on the screen mid laugh oh. right now. <laughs> he's been he's been frozen in a laugh for the last ninety seconds. But but uh, there was a lot more back and forth than that. And I think yeah. a lot of the back and forth was me convincing him that this was a good idea yeah. because he was like, oh, I, you know, like poor yeah. guy. He yeah, submitted I'm a, I'm a he submitted man. some audio content to a podcast. You know, like. A million people have done on Nobody's Listening, and right. none of them have ever become co-hosts. <laughs> you probably wasn't expecting an invitation. Treat everyone like family. But do you guys remember? I mean, this is going back four or five years now. Do you guys remember me sitting you down and saying, you all are not going to believe what I got this week? And they're like, what? What yeah. is it? And I hit play. And Jared, when your voice came on, both of their eyes widened and their heads swiveled and looked at me because it was like, this guy can like talk on a mic. Like he knows what he's doing. He sounds really good. And like, and because you were using the audio equipment that you had, like I think you already yeah. had better audio equipment than we did at the time. No, no, <laughs> that the, first like, one, one was just a laptop. I was in a hotel oh, room. Well, the the oh, AC right. kept oh, kicking yeah. on and, and interrupting. And but I did know how to use Audible, and I did edit the heck out of that thing. Oh, there you go. Oh. There you go. You mean so Audacity? It was a little better. Audacity. Thank you. Yeah, um, not the audiobook app. <laughs> <laughs> I used Audible and listened to an audiobook and said, "Do it like that." Yeah. Um, but yeah. So so what I mean is. It was kind of a crazy move on my part to just, but, but, hey, but on, how on. many episodes come in were down. we at that time? I mean, I think we were still in season two. Yeah. We were probably like episode 30. Yeah. Uh, you know, and yeah. so it was like, Hey, why don't you, and, and yeah. I had, I had tried a couple of different folks. I, it was hard to find the combination of someone who knows classic, who knows what a podcast is <laughs> and is willing and to is be willing a part of one. one. I mean, yeah. that was a really hard combination and, and we finally, know, I'm crazy. So that, that helps. Yeah, we we finally uh, and 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 by the way, I wasn't even I wasn't even on the list. Did not include and has a good radio voice. Oh, yeah. like we just kind of you know struck gold with that one where Jared was like, and then yeah. do you remember, do you remember like fifty episodes later? He's like, 
oh, I was an actor. And we're like, what? Yeah. Like, we're like, huh? well, that what makes everything make so much more sense. That's why you have things like stage presence and, oh, you know, right. using your voice. and everything. I've like, been trying hey, to yeah. get on a podcast for years and I finally <laughs> tricked someone into taking me and, on. Oh, no. <laughs> and your wife still doesn't know that you succeeded. Hey, uh, episode 200 covering Dalek's Invasion Earth. Corbin, you can cut all that. No, it's good. Uh, Dalek's Invasion Earth 2150 AD. This is the one where the Daleks have a really dumb plan and the Doctor has a worse one and we will have to bypass Watford. That place is crawling with Daleks. And all the Daleks are lowercase in this recap for some reason. Oh, It's bothering me. It's Daleks as opposed to human, I guess. Who cares? Okay. Okay. Hey, uh, this is story number nothing. Because uh, again, this is this is uh, story number two. Not yeah, technically this is yeah. this is alternate story two. That's that's correct. Uh, it originally um, aired. I don't know. Premiered. I guess is the right word there. July twenty sixth, nineteen sixty six. So the thing that keeps blowing my mind is that like, I mean, like classic Who was still running in black and white at this time, and and this thing was like yeah. psychedelic Funkatronic, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> James Bond, did you hear the music for this thing? I mean, yeah, oh, I guess. I love the soundtrack. There was, there was one part that where they were so like hilarious. just walking, and it was like, it's like a slap bass in the background. Like, it's <laughs> like so, <laughs> so unnecessary. I expected like Epic some girls walkers. in go go boots to come out, just like yes. doing the shake, you know, yes. doing the twist or whatever. Anyways, it's like, why is this here? Uh, it was written by Milton Sabotsky and David Whitaker. No relation. Because oh, he didn't spell Whitaker. Oh. Uh, directed by Gordon Fleming, <laughs> who is, among other things, the director of The Avengers, guys. Wait, what? The what? Avengers. Oh, He's uh, the director of The Avengers from 1967 oh. that's not about superheroes at all. It's about a, a spy group. Lame. Which, by the way, Obviously. yeah, that all of a sudden, based on what we were just saying, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the year after he did this movie, he did The Avengers, which was... A spy movie? spy movie? Yes. Who could have guessed his career was going that direction? <laughs> <laughs> Me. All you needed was like during the opening credits for there to be like a bullseye trying to find Doctor Who's face. Yeah. Um, and then Doctor Who spins and points a sonic at the thing, which wasn't a thing yet. So never mind. Uh, uh, the cast. The main thing that I wanted to mention about the cast was Tom Campbell was played by Bernard Cribbins. That's right. Wilfred Mott himself. Did y'all spend the whole movie, listeners, going... Why does that guy look vaguely familiar? Honestly, nope. I don't think so. No? I don't think I, I would have recognized okay. him at all. So here's the thing. I had pulled up the fandom listing because, yes, both both Cushing movies do have pages on the fandom. Um, the, it said something about this is Bernard Cribbins' first appearance in a Who you know, related production. And I was like, holy cow, Wilf is in this? And then I was like, oh, yeah. you know what? I think I remember us talking about that when he first came on uh, in whatever, like the Christmas invasion or whatever that episode was. And I, or no, the, the, what was it? The, the Titanic in space, that, that, that Christmas special is where we first meet him. And I remember saying something about that. And so when I saw that note, I went, oh yeah. And then I thought, I wonder what random side character he is. <laughs> and then when he appeared on no. screen, oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> it said his appearance as Tom Campbell. So I just oh. happened to read that, right? So, so like, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, this, this is a guy we're gonna eagle see. eyes. I have to be looking for <laughs> random guy Tom Campbell. Yeah. that's gonna have random. Hopefully, is gonna have yeah. Hopefully, has one speaking line so yeah. I can hear how different his voice is, and then 
because he introduced himself full on as, you know, uh, whatever his rank was or whatever, Tom Campbell, I went, I had been watching the man for like five minutes and hadn't clocked him no. yet. I was on the lookout yeah, for, him for him and didn't recognize him. And it's like, like you got to really, really, and 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 I told y'all, I was like, okay, guys, who is it? Who is it? Spot him. Like, who is it? We who have is no it? Idea. I've never seen this. They had no I idea. No idea. Jared, did, were you, did you know about that in advance? Did you clock that at all? I am. I am learning about it just now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was the main character, arguably Nobody more the main character than Doctor Who. Yeah, and um was you know all kinds of screen time we'll get into some of that screen time later corbin um and yes never never would have known because it was what you know like 50 years prior uh to when he appeared it, on it whatever that christmas been, episode yeah, was so time. yeah Anyways, now that you mentioned it i can see it but yeah yes yeah, that's the thing is yeah. when he said tom campbell i went wait a minute Wait, that's no. that's the guy that's supposed to be played by Bernard Crimmins. <gasps> and then I looked at him more closely and it's just like like you got to he's got to be you making the right face. It. You have to picture it. Yeah, and he's he's got to like, be doing the yeah, right thing with his mouth or whatever. Him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and I, I didn't bother looking at the cast of um Susan, we may have covered her in the last movie, but then um oh no, I have I didn't have it in the cast, but the other character, oh, Louise. <laughs> so how about this? Um I don't know if this kind of falls under like, I guess, miscellaneous trivia ish. In the last one, we had Ian and Barbara, but if memory serves, wasn't Barbara Dr. Who's daughter and Susan was her daughter. Don't I have that right? Oh, and Ian uh, was some rando that they met like Ian. It wasn't Ian and Barbara who met. I don't remember getting a backstory sure? to them. I swear Barbara was related to Doctor Who in the first movie because rather than Ian and Barbara stumbling across the unearthly child and her crazy grandfather, the doctor, yeah. it was that Doctor Who, Barbara and Susan meet up with Ian somehow. Corbin, are you are you fact checking me? Or are you looking up something else altogether? I'm looking at the Luis on IMDb. Okay. So, yeah, so the, the fandom site has got... Uh, Doctor Who, his granddaughters, Barbara and Susan, and their oh, friend, Ian. That was it. That's what it was. Okay. All right. They're, They're both granddaughters. So they were, they were both totally granddaughters. Okay. Yeah. So then in this one, we have, we just brush aside Ian and Barbara without mention at all and just say, this is my niece, Louise. That's, that's it. That's all the backstory we get on Louise. Yeah. She, hmm. he called her his niece and we're off to the races. So, anyways, that was what he has a granddaughter and a niece who are basically the same age. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. It could happen. It can. I, listen, I have a like. My mom has a cousin that's six months younger than me. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Andrew. You're, oh you're, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You. You. The the guy that I call your cousin Andrew is not even my cousin. He's my second cousin, but he's my age. He's actually, I think he's six months. He's either six months younger or six months older. Or I don't know, huh. one, one or the other. Um, and yeah, and that's mom's cousin because of the difference in ages of her parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which makes which makes weddings and funerals interesting. I'm sure. <laughs> Did anybody else hear that noise? The, tss, 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 tss. Yeah, they're oh. coming for us. 
<laughs> I apologize to all of your ear holes out there if, if you just heard a strange noise. I hope it wasn't too loud. Uh, name of the movie spoken in dialogue? Mm, no. Thank goodness. Yeah. Dalek's <laughs> Invasion Earth 2150. I mean, first of all, how, could, how much more 1960s sci fi could that title get? Yeah. If um, they added Doctor Who and. <laughs> okay. What it what it's missing is yes the name of the main character and yeah the the end plot um the it's got the year but it's also missing an exciting adjective so it should have been Doctor Who and the menacing Daleks invasion Earth twenty one fifty AD that's yeah. that's yeah. in big neon letters uh, yes yes and menacing <laughs> would be like jaggedy font yeah. you know with a yeah with a with a starburst explosion. Uh, thing behind anything. Uh, the creature of the week was, of course, the Daleks. And then I just started noting things like scuba Daleks. We got a scuba Dalek coming up out of the water. Oh yeah, <laughs> it like, started emerging out of the water. Yeah, and Corbin starts, goes, "Is what yeah, is? Is that a Dalek? Dalek? Yeah, there was a scuba Dalek. Um, apparently, they're immune to bombs, but shoving them causes immediate explosion. Oh so yeah, yeah. Like, if you if you knock them over, the the, the track pad or the tracks underneath well, them first, just blows up. First of all. They're, they they have really good ball bearings in their wheels because if you shove them, they just roll yep. forever. <laughs> and apparently, apparently, if they start moving yeah. at someone else's they, shove, yeah, they, they can't they can't stop it. Right? Yeah, they, they can't. I mean, it had yeah. to be built that way, you know. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because by design, if you if you get that close to someone and you haven't killed them already, then it's kind, <laughs> you it's, deserve it's kind of shove. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I could not understand why in the in the one scene where they sort of swarmed the Daleks. And they're literally like shoving them over, yeah! pushing them off cliffs, <laughs> throwing them like, off of balconies. But then like, later on, when they're throwing fu. bombs at, oh yeah, the kung fu, yeah. When they're throwing bombs at like point blank range, a it didn't kill everyone in the hallway, oh, which yeah. the concussion force alone would have killed <laughs> yeah. or or deafened everyone. I, I remember <laughs> them throwing. <laughs> 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 liver failure from from concussive shock i i remember them i don't know when but they threw a bomb at the dalek and it blew up the dalek and then later they're like did it's it not Look, how dare y'all no, insult no, no. the fight scenes in this movie <laughs> i will not have there it. was a scene where they were throwing bombs at the daleks in the hallway and it seemed like it was slowing them down but Maybe. there was but in that scene that was another thing i wanted to point out in that scene they were, it's like they were intentionally lobbing the grenades at the walls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, is that because they were aiming for the squib? Like, all right, guys, the special effect explosion is over here. Make sure you throw it. Oh, by the way, throw it over here so that it conveniently lands behind this column so that you can't mm. see that it's really made out of styrofoam and it's bouncing across the floor, you know, like all that kind of stuff. But just just the, the complete inconsistency of... Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can shove them down off a balcony into a hole. And by the way, remember the one that he shoved off the balcony into the hole and it kind of like clipped the edge of the hole. So like its head fell off oh, and like yeah. a, one oh, of the, yeah. the ball things yeah, just like, fell away. <laughs> Jared, were you about to say something too? Well, I was going to say that I think the Daleks were the, the Dalek uh, costumes or props, whatever uh, sure. the name is, were on loan from the BBC. So they couldn't hurt them. So you don't want to throw things directly at them. You wouldn't I want to damage them. I think you're right about oh. that. Yeah, so. yeah I That's think I think point. you are right about that because those they, like, were spot on. Blow up yeah. one of them. Probably. Or no, I, like, I, at, I at the it. end they destroyed like three of them. Yeah. I, I can so. only think of the one being on fire. 
and then the two they sent yeah, the down one was the laying hole. there on fire yeah. for like an hour. So what? They destroyed three Dalek suits in this entire Maybe. episode. Yes, I don't so know. So like, and if you look um, closely at them, they're just uh, metal trash cans with Rubbermaid cups, you know, bowls stuck to them. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Painted yeah. gold. Don't in soft focus from a distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what is the fog? That they shoot because it can both kill yes. a dude or explode a cabin. <laughs> Why is a it new not one to me? Thrower? Why? Well, remember we talked about that it's last time. Aggressive. It's too violent. It was but too like, violent, so they on, literally God. went the opposite. They went from flamethrower to, to fire, fire extinguisher. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I'm with you. Where like they were spraying that stuff, and they sprayed ah, like four of them ah. surrounded a guy yeah. and sprayed him with it, and there was no visible damage. He just fell over dead. Yeah. Which implies that it's like yeah. poison. Right, like or neurotoxin right. or something. Yeah, right. But he wasn't but even like got, foaming at the mouth, someone convulsing. Got shot nothing. in the leg and he was like, Ugh. Right. Like <laughs> And then they then they they uh the 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 uh the war profiteer backed himself into that cabin and they surrounded the cabin and sprayed it with the oh, fire yeah, extinguishers and, and, and it exploded. exploded. Like there was like TNT fire. inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was like, what is this fog? So oh, it, yeah, it's, it, it, it's really explosive. <laughs> Yeah, the precursor to the sonic screwdriver. It does whatever the oh, dog oh, wants it to oh, do. I see. The time. Yes. It's, it's right. connected Point through neural Point link. <laughs> Point click. That's right. Yeah. So um, we also saw many, many multicolored Daleks. I said very it's almost like the Skittle Daleks. And y'all, what did y'all say? Yeah. You were like, they were not as big and they're not like vibrant colors. That's what you said. Yeah, they were like, like Trip said they darker. were not vibrant enough, but they did have a purple one. Oh, yeah, that one was purple awesome. Dalek. That yeah. one was awesome. They had like the, so they had the powder blue ones, which apparently is the color that Daleks are in the in Classic Who, but they were just filmed in black and white. <clears throat> and then you had um, they had a gold one, they had a black one, they had um, I think red. Uh, there was definitely a purple, maybe a yellow one. Um, but there was just some uh, some really cool stuff, and you could tell <clears throat> there were some scenes where they were really showing them off. Like the scene where we watched a Dalek descend two entire flights of ramps. Do y'all remember that? Wait, what? It was like in the Dalek, you know, central or whatever. And one of them was going down a ramp. And it was like, imagine, imagine like typical movie flight of stairs where it's like spiraling, not spiraling, but like you go down and then you turn 90 degrees and you go down and you turn 90 degrees all the way down. And he went down, we saw him go down two entire flights of those ramps. And like, while the camera is panning around the room following him, and then like, even where another Dalek got in the shot, like got between the camera and that Dalek. And after it descended all that way, it started talking and was like, you know, "Eh, proceed with the thing and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why wasn't it talking the whole way down? It was just like, they were just saying, Hey guys, Check out this really killer set we built. We spent uh, yeah, half our budget on it. Take a look. <laughs> That's most Everybody's of the budget right there really to get that shot. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, pretty was, much. I think I saw in the notes that it was uh, Samuel L. Jackson in the Purple Dalek. I think that was, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was his first yeah. movie credit. I think, you know, wow. Yeah. I had no oh my idea where you were going with that. <laughs> no clue where Samuel you were going Jackson? with that at all. I was like, Sam Jackson. Probably before was he was 
four? Yeah, I was like, were there snakes in the Daleks? I don't what? understand. What's the reference here? Oh the purple God. one. The purple Daleks. Oh guys, guys, I know you guys aren't huge Star, Star Wars oh. fans, but you, you, you got that right. Oh, no, we definitely got oh, the reference. Yeah, but I, just, like, I, was, I was going, all right, he's Wait, going he He's going to land a joke here. What is the joke? I was trying to, I was trying to race you to the punchline, you know, but yeah, I didn't get there. Because yeah. I did not see that one um, needless sacrificial death. We haven't talked about one of these in a while, but oh my gosh, if we're going to do a, a psychedelic 60s sci-fi movie, say that three times fast, um, Dortmund, which had the greatest name, uh, this was the guy in the, uh, in the wheelchair, Yep. Dude went and picked a fight with a Dalek that was leaving the area. Oh yeah, it was like running away. It was facing away from them. I will hold you off. Yeah, this was leaving. the greatest scene of all time. <laughs> Corbin loved this one. He then proceeded to blow up the entire block, <laughs> bringing himself an apartment building on top of himself. I mean, this was like Avengers level. I'm sorry, Marvel's Avengers level of damage done to this to this city block here oh my gosh gorman what was what was your dortmund. favorite scene about it dortmund poor dortmund i just love him blowing up the whole street and oh, it's it collapsing on top of him i love that Dude. it collapsed on part of his wheelchair yeah but I, they acted like all hope was lost <laughs> like it didn't even he wasn't even buried in the rubble in the <laughs> we shot have we to saw. leave him there's no daleks Anywhere yeah. near him. Why do you have I mean, to leave him? The threat, the threat has been neutralized. Oh, and he's not buried under rubble. <laughs> the threat has been neutralized. Poor Dortmund. Spectacular. Oh, no. he, gave, he gave his all. I'm not nope. dead yet. I'm getting better. <laughs> I'm getting better. I think I'll go for a walk. You're nope, paralyzed. I'm dead in a moment. I feel happy. Um, there's a, there was a note in the TARDIS.fandom.com that said you can actually see him move his leg in that scene. When the, oh, when the wheelchair tips uh, over, so the not quadriplegic, or excuse me, not paraplegic actor goofed a little and his leg, his leg twitched or something during that scene. So uh, cutting edge special effects, that Dalek ship was pretty on I point. Mean, yeah. I loved that. That was that I not liked, incredible? I liked all of their yeah. practical effects too. Yeah, I Corbin said something that that warmed my heart, Jared. I think you'll enjoy this as well. He said, "Man, this is why there should be more practical effects." Yeah, and he yes. wasn't. By the way, he wasn't. By the way, he wasn't talking about the Dalek ship oh. when he said that. You're talking about like the the door or whatever. Do you remember what you were talking about? I don't. The guy that was trying to escape. Right, the guy that we just oh, talked yeah, about, who got yeah. surrounded and sprayed with the fog. Uh -huh. Before he got uh -huh. sprayed with the fog, he, like he was trying to escape. Building, yep. and, like and he's up top, and he fell yeah. and like went through an overhang and, and landed like, in a pile of bricks. Oh yeah, and y'all were that like, they shot go, that. That was one that was shot. One shot. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, we know that those were like foam, foam bricks, right, or, or yeah. rubber. Or I something. know they didn't kill a man for <laughs> real. Yeah. But he took that fall like a champ. I mean, yeah. I know. <laughs> he straight up jumped and fell through that thing. And like Tripp said, there were no cuts. It just happened all on all in one shot. And by the way, all in one shot from when he first ran and started climbing up that building. That was oh, one yeah. unbroken shot. Can we give like, it up for that stuntman? He was like, watch this. And then he like sprint took off. Yeah. And we watched him go up and there's like squib explosions because oh, yeah. the Daleks are shooting at him and there's like fire around him and everything. And he goes and like makes his way out onto that. And again, in universe, we were all going, 
What exactly what is, is your plan? Oh, yeah, where are you? Where are you going? behind the bricks? So you were undercover, and then you decided to come back out. Yeah, where I mean, are granted, you running? To I know that's where the breakaway awning is that you have to now jump yeah, through, yeah. Mister Stuntman. But in universe, why? Why did? Why didn't you keep running the other direction? But um, that, yeah. So that the Dalek ship, um, uh, all the fight scenes. All the fight scenes were all practical effects. We're so used to seeing superheroes in CGI flying across the skyline and, and you know, atomic blast amounts of energy in every punch that just watching a bunch of people just go crazy yeah. on some Dalek, uh, you know, prop things was kind of fun. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh. When he like fell down and then shot a guy while rolling stood oh back gosh. up and I, shot the other please, guy. I think to. I, I think I have, yes, I have a note about that. I have a note about that. So let's come back to that. We will talk about but, that in full, but we started yeah. off saying the Dalek ship. When I first saw that thing, I had I like, I had to recalibrate my brain and go, wait, there is no CGI in this movie. Mm-hmm. That is a thing. That is yeah. a physical thing with with the top spinning clockwise and the middle spinning counterclockwise oh, yeah. while the base of it is moving through the sky. And I couldn't see any hint of a wire. I was like, this was really well done. Like whoever made yeah. that. Mo- the the yeah. spinny bits had lights in them. Yeah. I was like, they <laughs> oh, made yeah. this model. They, yeah. Somebody made this model. And, and how much you want to bet? That thing is still sitting in a warehouse somewhere, right next to the Ark of the Covenant, you know, in a in a in a mislabeled box or something. That thing was incredible. And then when they, yeah, then when they crashed it, uh, that that scene was maybe not as great. But once it was on the ground again, practical effects. You had you had a really cool crash. Yeah, it was kind of going down, and you couldn't tell. Didn't have a real good sense of scale. Falling. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, even okay. So even the shots where. You had people running around in the foreground and then and then an obviously artificial skyline with the Dalek ship going across the sky. That kind of a composite shot, you guys gotta realize they had that all happened either in camera or it happened in post, but with no computers. Yeah. They did this with no computers. This is all either on film or splicing the film or you know, different stuff like that. It, incredible. Incredible that that yeah. it not only was as good as it was, but held up. Because oh, I was yeah. watching it going this is good. Yeah, this, this this would be fine now. Like it would be yeah. almost laughable. Like right now, yeah. you could be like, yeah. yeah. They- but if you took if you took those same practical effects and did them with modern technology, not replacing it with CGI, but just you know, so many of the the compositing parts of that yeah. would would be so much better now. Um, yeah. That you could. I, I'm surprised that there hasn't been more melding of that. It must just be that yeah. CGI has gotten so cheap. That it's right. it's cheaper to it, do that anyway, than to yeah. blow up a model. It's fairly Absolutely. good. Yeah, no. almost there, indistinguishable. There are times. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about just it's it's so cheap now because it used to be incredibly. Oh yeah, CGI used to be the more expensive way to do things. Now I have heard I, I do remember seeing some stuff um, recently where this movie or that movie, you know, they were going to do this or that in CGI. And then by the time, and because it did like it involved water and explosions and all these kinds of things, by the time you paid for all of that, they were like, it would actually be cheaper to build the thing and blow it up. So mm-hmm. that's what yeah. I did. Yeah. Um, anywho, any other, um, any other cutting edge special effects we want to talk about? Oh, really? Surprisingly, it was better 
than some of the more recent classic Who stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, it, yeah, it really was. And I because they're on a I guess it's a budget, budget thing. Yeah, I yeah. guess it's a budgetary yeah. thing. Yeah, because one thing that we do have to remember is, and and I still don't fully have my head wrapped around what the BBC is. It, it is unlike anything we have in America. But the closest equivalent we have to it is is PBS. And imagine, <laughs> imagine <laughs> PBS is like Arthur and Sesame Street and Word yeah. Girl. That that those people. Imagine them producing a modern science fiction franchise that's known the world over <laughs> uh. on, on the budget that they have. So now we can look back and when we're making fun of the fake CGI flames in the Ninth go, Doctor episodes, we go, all right, we'll give them a pass. Um, st- st- still better than Sesame Street. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> Other stuff we noticed, um, <laughs> the opening scene of this movie, which is only in, only improved upon by bookending it with the closing scene of this oh, movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they blew up a, a a small business. What was the what was the business? It wasn't even like a jewelry no store or something. It was like a like a vacuum cleaner repair shop or something. <laughs> yeah. And they blew it up. And I and I was writing on here Cover was this evidence. <laughs> was that entire scene just there to get the gag of a police officer opening up a police box and it's actually the TARDIS? And then I realized, oh, and that's also the main character. Oh yeah! Like I, when I wrote that note, I didn't know he was the main character. I, you know, I right. thought it was just going to be a nice gag, and then we were going to like, you know, push him back out the TARDIS yeah. And, yeah. and get the you know get somebody I mean, else. In. I thought it was that when we were first watching this, but now that we've talked about this being like a spy thriller, basically, yeah, I, I think it has more to do with that. Oh, okay, that's very true. That's very true because there was yeah, very uh, uh, buddy cop movie style of again why are they blowing up <laughs> this poor carpet cleaning business or whatever it was it's, what, it's driving me nuts now i can't <laughs> remember what it was. Of no a lock pick set like you don't have to blow the it's whole like a building well, pops okay up. no 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 but, but it's like a tv you're, store. you're not even grasping the full inanity of all of this they because blew it up on the way they out. didn't blow it up. yes <laughs> they didn't blow up the door to go in and rob the place they were inside they jumped and if you'll recall through the window if you'll recall the very first thing we see <laughs> is tom staring at a television set through a, a store shop window and a guy gets out of a car across the street walks over and, and clubs him over the head <laughs> boom <laughs> That was presumably so that he would be off his game when the explosion happens and they can make a clean getaway. But then he goes back to the getaway car, sits in the getaway car, cue explosion, which also does no damage to the building exterior. Doesn't (laughs) blow out the windows, doesn't blow out the door, just, and then they come tearing out of there and I'm like, all of them are dead. What yeah. are you All doing? of them are dead or deaf. What are you All doing? Of them. That opening scene. How are scene, you running right now? <laughs> four minutes, no talking. It just oh, that was it the opens. Thing. This oh, guy's yeah. just in absolute silence, staring into a window. Pass. A cop, obviously. Lame job. And this dude yeah. walks up behind him, grabs him by the neck, wrestles him to the ground, and clubs him over the head. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. all of this, all of this happening necessary. without any dialogue. Yeah, this is a. Spy I think movie. the first bit of dialogue was. The doctor, the doctor saying something to him, talking, wasn't it? I think no, the so. doctor talking to Susan, like, "Oh, who's at the door?" Right? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that that whole thing, and then and then my next note, I had to think about. It, it just says, "Nice fourth wall break." Oh Do y'all God. remember the? Was it another police it officer? A, it was another guy, or was somebody like, else? Yeah, he was trying away. to get into the TARDIS as well. Yeah, he, he, he put his hand on the door, 
and and then somebody called called it to him or something, and he let go of the door and turned around and had a conversation. And when he turned back, turned back. he went to grab the door, fell over, and then cue the close up where he looks at the camera and, and goes, shrugs. "Me." <laughs> Come on. No, sorry. Looks left, looks right, looks dead center on the camera. Eh? Eh? <laughs> so oh, great. My gosh. Um so, oh okay. So <laughs> I wrote down so in this universe, Doctor Who only fights the Daleks. Because if we'll remember, <laughs> the reason these two movies happen is because of the bizarre licensing. This is this is crazier than the Sony Spider-Man licensing thing, okay? <laughs> the guy who wrote wrote the episode The Daleks somehow maintained the the licensing agreement, the licensing rights to the character he created of The Daleks and therefore somehow sneaked some some crap through where he was able to make two movies based off of his intellectual property. Mm-hmm. And arguably, I don't know how he managed to <laughs> suck in Doctor Who, TARDIS, Susan, Ian, and Barbara. I don't know how he managed <laughs> yeah. to pull some that <laughs> crap off. But if y'all remember, the TARDIS makes a different noise in this universe because the the VORP, VORP as it's no spelled way. in the UK, was <laughs> was trademarked by the BBC. So that, he had to come up with that different was the sounds. one thing he couldn't get. <laughs> I know. He, got, he like, had Doctor Who. Yeah. And, yeah. Someone um, at the BBC like, was saying, we have to differentiate somehow. Somehow. <laughs> yeah. Look, you can have all of our principal characters and the main villain who saved the show, but, we, but you the, can't have the warp. Yeah, we get the cool <laughs> warp warp. <laughs> yes. Hey, by the way, warp. V W O R P. That's not what it sounds like. It's not, but that's if you look at any of the comics, that's what it always says. Is warp warp. That's the sound. Um, it's not. What it's not. It's like. not at all. It's no. not. Um, although there are sounds that the TARDIS makes that I would say are warp warp, where like the TARDIS, Maybe. the stuff where it's like the TARDIS is talking to you. You know, oh, like yeah. the, woo, 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 you know, stuff in the background that, yeah, that maybe could be vorp vorp, but not the. Yeah, that's not. Why like was grinding. why was why was Yoda <laughs> driving the TARDIS system? <laughs> I tried to do. <laughs> it's, but, but it's if the TARDIS was named by uh, by Yoda, it would be Siddharth. <laughs> Think about it. It'll be fun. Excellent. Excellent joke. What did you say, Corbin? Fantastic. Top shelf joke, Dad. (laughs) Top shelf joke. He not only speaks backwards, he writes words backwards as well. Because it's an abbreviation abbreviation for time and relative dimension in space. So it would be space and dimension or something. (laughs) You can't even like... Space and dimension in time? <laughs> <laughs> it's relative. Oh, my God. Um, so imagine a Doctor Who cinematic universe. In the same way that you have the Marvel comics are a different thing than the Marvel cinematic universe. There's overlap. There's there's commonalities. But it is definitely, you have to remember when you're watching the movies, you are not watching the comics in motion. Yeah. You're watching the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is a different thing. And as we've discovered, apparently so are both Sony Spider-Man franchises. Yes, they all exist within the multiverse of the MCU. So now, imagine a Doctor Who Cinematic Universe where they only have the licensing <laughs> rights to the Daleks. <laughs> I'm so sad there weren't seven of these movies. Oh my where God. it's just 
because imagine Every imagine as much as we <laughs> as much as we complain about oh it's the Daleks oh, and or the Cybermen or both. Just the again, dogs. yeah. Every That's movie, the gag. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gag. Every movie, they have to come up with a new excuse. You know, they, it's bad enough they have to they come up with an excuse. They kill off the Daleks of... at every single one, <laughs> and they keep I, coming back. I did think it was funny though. I did like that 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 they they hand waved away. Well, they didn't even hand wave. They they gave a solid explanation. He said, "I saw the Daleks destroyed. They, the the Daleks were destroyed. I saw it happen." But he said, I don't know when that was, which A, that's hilarious. Yeah. Is yeah. that apparently in that movie, he doesn't even know what time frame they were yeah. on Scaro. Um, but he says, perhaps that happened in the future, which is a, a you know, a fan explanation of how why why it happened the way it yeah. did in Doctor Who. Yeah, but then mm. then why are the Daleks more advanced? Yeah, why are the Daleks They more had never left Scarrow. He even said something about that. He was like the last time I saw them they they, 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 they didn't know that yeah, yeah, other yeah. beings existed exactly, in the universe. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So what you're saying is there's inconsistencies <laughs> Whoa. within the spinoff of a, of a science fiction Based off of a show that only has inconsistencies. Um, Corbin, why did I write down that's not how magnets work? <laughs> I don't know. I think this no, may be Earth, a little early. They were like, huh? you turn on some magnetic... No, you blow up some magnetic pole and it'll just pull all the Daleks into yeah. the Earth's core. We can talk about that later. Is that what that's sure. about? Because we do have, yeah, we do have a whole section about that later. I don't remember. That's not how magnets work. I feel like no, I feel like it was something smaller than that. Um, I can't remember what it was. Jared, magnets? <laughs> not a clue. Okay, I have no All idea right, what well, you're talking about. You can't interpret my notes that I don't understand. Wow, my wow. notes myself no. should be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I love that both of y'all at the same time just went for Jared's juggler. Wow. Just wow, yeah. man. Wow. Really letting down the team here. Come on, St. Louis. Get it together. That's why um, we should have been more reticent about letting a stranger <laughs> come to the show and just bringing me on in the first place. If you can't uh, understand the notes that I wrote to myself, then why, what why good are you? Why did I even hire you? Um, yeah. Hire? What are we paying you for? Hey, hey shh. Remember, he's paying us. Don't, <laughs> right. don't, mess, don't mess this up. We've got a good thing going. Um, the whip the to the month. mouth. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, sadness. No. The whip to the mouth was one of our favorite parts. We rewound it, so I think, three times. <laughs> it was amazing. It was during the epic fight scene. A, a wow. whip comes across the screen and wraps around a guy who we can only assume was supposed to get whipped around the neck. Was not expected. But instead, all. the whip went a cr- like corner to corner he's across like, ah. his open mouth, and he's like, huh? And then he gets <laughs> yanked out of yanked, frame. <laughs> yanked off screen. And I'm sure that is not how that was supposed to go. Yeah. But they were like, cut, print, we're keeping it. <laughs> Followed immediately by a guy getting stabbed, stabbed by a throwing knife flip. and front flipping off of a platform. Was that the same? Was like, oh, that was, was like, oh, and then he that's right. Like 10 I was thinking later. that was a different fight scene. We this was laughing, another amazing we fight scene. so much at the whip thing that yeah. we missed that. Yeah. So, so yeah, you had the guard up on the tower or whatever and somebody throws a knife and, and he, he goes, like <laughs> hits him in the belly. So he falls forward and does a perfect gainer, like, you know, just tuck and roll as he's going over end over end. It was perfect. It's the, it's the best way to land when you get stabbed by a knife. That's right. You know? That's right. got to do a flip. Um, all right, Corbin. <laughs> here, we, here we go. I'm just going to sit back. Take, take, take it from here. All right. We, we have 
the best five minutes out of an 83 minute movie (laughs) it was probably more than five minutes because there was more that went ahead of this well there were two first of all there were two scenes first of all why don't we tell them what we're talking about yes the the beautiful lunch scene the Robomen Robomen lunch scene scene, where (laughs) good old whatever his name is had to pretend to be a a Robomen for probably like 10 minutes of this episode. (laughs) Just so long. He should have just stood in the hall. Why did he have to join the group? I did not understand that. He was like home free as soon as they got past him and instead he decided to fall in line and and join the the, the little platoon. It feels like a lot of 60s camp humor. Okay. One, I think it was some camp that that was coming in. But two, I am just now realizing this was the obligatory 1960s sci-fi trope of robots are bad Look at how becoming a robot is like technology is going to make us all robots and look at how bad this is. They all have to yeah. eat the same. They eat in sync. Robots they all, don't eat. Huh? Robots don't yeah, eat. Whatever. Don't. Quiet. You know? um, but yeah, they I mean, there was definitely around and it, then eat the same food at the same time. You have to, you and have then to shoot all... at people. Seems like we already have something very similar to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was going to take it a slightly different direction. <laughs> that they all yes, sleep together. Yes. Military. They yes. all sleep together but in the same keep in, room. Keep in mind when this would have been 67. You've got people who were in this film that might have fought in World War II, okay? Yeah. Or at least were alive when it happened. And so there's, you know, it's the 60s. You've got threats of, of communism, fascism. Again, we're not far off from having just defeated Hitler, which yeah. was a real serious existential threat to the world that we might all become Nazis. We might all be absorbed into the machine, and become the robotic caricatures that you know Nazis were portrayed as. I'm not, and I'm not saying that I was necessarily wrong. There's a lot of groupthink and a lot of you know stuff like that. But but yeah, I, I think that was probably a lot of what was behind. Oh, I don't know. Every episode of Star Trek that involved a computer, yeah, that that had anything resembling sentience or thought or control of its own self or whatever, you know, Kirk would compulsively had to destroy anything that resembled yeah. AI or, or, or sentient robots or anything like that. Um, it, we don't treat it quite the same now, but we, mm-hmm. we do still have Terminator yeah. franchises and things like that. So I think, I think that's part of what this was, was showing like how awful would it be to be a robot guys? Like let's, let's have this <laughs> insanely protracted scene of, <laughs> of way too much detail of showing them sit yeah. down in a line and stand up in a line and walk in a line and get their food in a line and sit down and all <laughs> eat <laughs> eat in oh sync. God, yes. And then what was with the one dude? Oh, oh the one dude whose his sunglasses like- slash goggles were cockeyed and his mouth was all weird. Scrunched. Yeah, what? It looked like it looked like they said to the, those six actors pretend to be a robot and this guy had never heard of a robot <laughs> and thought robot must mean something akin to Frankenstein's monster because he was just like rah, 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 with his mouth 
Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, Trip, Trip's doing a great, perfect impression here, but it's all visual. <laughs> no one can so. see. I just I love can. that. <laughs> Despite being like, like obviously like a political social commentary, though, it also felt like a Three Stooges bit with him yes, just constantly yeah, crashing yes. into the robots constantly and whatnot. And then the part where they went to sleep and they all woke up and he didn't. <laughs> And then suddenly he did. Yeah. And he just like sprang into action. For, you know, anyways. Well, like none of the robots like, wh- noticed. Or- what was their intention with that scene? I, comic like, relief is all I can. Yeah. Is all I can yeah. Like, that- hey, would it be hilarious if, if uh, his idea to, to disguise himself as a robot man backfired? Oh, how, how would it backfire? I've got an I idea. <laughs> what if they had a lunch? Give me 10 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> what if they had lunch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how would um, that backfire i don't know figure it out instead of a mystery machine they had a rebel machine i i started to write down something about the van that they were driving around in looked like the mystery machine like it was that body shape and yeah. then they actually referred to it as the rebel oh, machine wow they actually called it that and i was like what are the odds that they would use the term machine as well nice. um and now you know what now that i'm saying that i think it was the daleks who called it that wasn't it the oh. Daleks that were watching it on radar or something and there called it the Rebel, Rebel Machine? Yeah, the Rebel yeah. Machine. But I don't um, think they were. They were just saying like a Rebel. Corbin, machine. you want to take this next one too? Oh uh, yes, here comes the best scene change of all time. <laughs> oh my gosh! Are you sure he's going to Watford? Yes. Yes, of we'll course. We'll have to bypass Watford. Yeah. It's crawling with Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> that whole Watford thing was so ridiculous. But like, I loved it. Are you sure he'll follow us to Watford? Like, How did they, they miss that message? Yes. I swear. Oh, that scene drove y'all nuts. That was... I enjoyed that scene only because of how much it annoyed y'all. <laughs> Where like a, a big giant message. And like the one guy, like the, the Doctor Who, they kept his back to it most of the scene. Yeah. But the other but guy the other at guy one point was the- three quarters facing away from the camera. I love yeah. that 12-year-old <clears throat> had the brilliant plan to write it on the door. So he couldn't possibly miss <laughs> it. no way. And he There's missed no it. no way. He like, what? He has to see this on the way The out. one flaw in the plan was that the door would open automatically when you're still too far away to read a note written on it in giant chalk. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It says grandpa in, the- in text she, yeah. as big as the door. She already accounted for the fact that it would open. She oh, didn't account for her it. grandfather I mean, being for that, for that matter, how did she stand there and write it? Why wasn't the door constantly opening while yeah, she was what? standing there? Like, anyways. Yeah. Uh, Trip, here's where we got to the barrel roll <laughs> shotgun blast, getting the MVP amazing. of this entire 360 movie. no scope was that wasn't amazing. even Tom. That was that was one of the oh that was greaser. That was the greaser. Um, um that was, yeah, that was the guy from the T Birds. Um he's getting ready for his rumble with the Soches and uh did a did like a tuck and roll and as he shot rolling, him, stood up, shot him and kept fired walking. the shotgun behind him yeah. and hit the guy. <laughs> what no like you said, Which no look dead shot is so hard to notice because it sounds like the other people shooting. That's what I thought it was. At the very edge of the screen, one of them falls off the bridge. Yes. And you're like, wait a second. A guy who wasn't even on screen when the shotgun is hurt. Yeah, I was like, wait. The camera was still painted. There was two shots. Yeah. But they have laser guns. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So they don't sound like bang, bang. He didn't avoid a shot before they could even shoot. He does a roll. Shoots, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what spins. tipped him off that they were even there. Yeah, what? 
because he the like the fact that the camera that we're looking through. Ah, saw I see. It. <laughs> Based on the angle of that camera, I'm going to assume <laughs> that they're right there. Bang! Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, attack the Daleks. No take backs. Oh, um, <laughs> when when the when Doctor Who, I keep trying to call him uh, the Doctor, but he's not. He's he's Doctor Who. He yeah. um, he said. He grabs the mic for, okay. First of all, in the best psych out in cinematic history, he's like, yes, of course, I'll tell you how to defeat your enemies, but look over there, (laughs) (laughs) runs past a Dalek, grabs a microphone. They're all helpless to stop him. You know, they don't all have weapons mounted to themselves. Please don't. He grabs the microphone and says, attack the Daleks, attack the Daleks. This order cannot be countermanded. And I'm like, (laughs) What? All what? the robots rips helmets off, starts running at the dollars. That, oh, by the way, that part I didn't understand at all. He yeah, didn't what? say all robo men are disbanded. Yeah, yes, yeah. you are free. Remove your helmets and and no. go nuts. He no. said attack the Daleks and then yeah, they all pulled their they helmets off. They all pulled their helmets went yeah. berserk. This order cannot be countermanded. So that that was my note. Attack the Daleks, no take backs. You can't you can't erase these. No erases. Who's who? Um, who is Louise? All I wrote was she is, in fact, not Barbara. Which <laughs> confused me for a good majority of this I was, episode. Yeah, I was very confused. Why really? She was here. I was like, why is Barbara here and not Ian? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Barbara being his granddaughter. So that would make sense within the continuity of Maybe. this. Yeah. But I was like, why Jared, is she here and not Ian? Jared, I just realized something. I meant I, I, I was wondering how they were gonna handle this. Because I can't remember what the noobs already know about this. There's something that they did not do with Susan and and well with the with the companions. There's something they did not do with the companions in this movie that happens in the episode. You are you are you tracking what I'm what I'm talking about here? No. It's a major thing. Okay. I'll just leave it there then because again, I don't know what y'all know, so I don't want to spoil anything. But there was, yeah, there was some stuff where it's like, why was it not Ian and Barbara? Why or or your thought was, why is it not Ian, but it is Barbara? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't right. Barbara. Um, there was so little, so little fleshing out of that Louise character. Yeah. And the Susan character for that matter. I mean, no, like, no, no. She, it, see, she, she's the, just the scared girl. We don't need to give. Right. That was my one note I had about her was she was like 12. Cause in the, yeah. in the show, she was like high school, but yeah. in actuality, yeah. for all we know, she was 700 years old. We don't, you know, that's, unclear. I mean, Lewis wasn't even a damsel in distress. She was just a nothing. Like she I played almost no part. Barely in this episode. episode. Or, or the doctor being yeah. like, where is she? Yeah, like I did realize when I started watching this, I think I have seen because because the the Dalek invasion of Earth is probably a four parter. I must have seen the first two or three because hmm. I know I didn't see the ending, but but so much of this I was like, am I remember I remembering this? the last movie or like the part where they were like Wait. in the bunker building bombs and crap? Yeah, I'm remembering And like this. everybody has a role to play. I was like, this seems so familiar. Yeah. Wait, did we watch this episode then? I don't think so. Dalek's Invasion of Earth. I don't remember this at all. I remember I the don't title. Think so. I remember talking about it and I do yeah. remember them building weapons. Maybe that happened in some other Dalek story and so he be. just he just yanked that in here, but I don't think I don't think so. I think like I definitely remember the these scenes and I cuz I remember it being Barbara Remember Barbara being the one 
in that situation, but in this one, it was Louise. Yeah. So again, yeah. Who are Louise and Susan? I don't know. Not Barbara and Susan's really young. That, that was about it. She sprained her ankle and then they washed it and it was fine. Uh, <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> that scene that confused the smack out of y'all. He was like, perhaps, she, perhaps she was bathing Susan's ankle and y'all are like bathing her yeah, ankle. Wait, I was what? like, yeah, you know, water that fixes things that yeah, fixes yeah. internal injuries. Obviously. <laughs> Uh, my mean, next note you- says, who is the Tom Campbell? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a copy and paste error. Who is the Tom Campbell? He's not just any Tom Campbell. He's the uh, yeah. uh, police officer who went into the wrong police box at the wrong time. That's an understatement. Uh, he's athletic as crap with that door stunt. That was oh, amazing. yeah. What? How did he catch <laughs> himself? So along with the scene of the guy trying to run away, and and that long tracking shot where he jumps through the awning or whatever. You had the scene where uh, Tom busts through a door only to find that it's on the second floor and he crashes through and doesn't um, and, and like manages to hang on to the doorknob and swings out with the door. So first of all, that was amazing. Yeah. That he oh, hangs yeah. on to that door, swings mm-hmm. his way back in, and then, then the door falls. As he's getting back in, and I, yeah. my mind was blown. I was did like, they, how did, did they, they have do a, that? Yeah, did they have like a pin that somebody off camera, you know, somebody inside the building out of the shot of the doorway just pulled something and caused that door to just rip away? Because as soon, as soon as he had a good grip oh, on yeah. getting back inside, that door fell away. I was how like, many times did amazing. they shoot that, that he like fell and had the... Uh, this was done on film. They probably shot that once. I was going to say, they oh, didn't yeah. used to do yeah. 100 takes of every single line like they do now. They used to do, they used to do, you know, 100 movies in a year. They didn't, this crap mm-hmm. where a movie takes two years to film and then post-production and all that stuff. That didn't used to happen, man. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, who is Doctor Who? I have no notes. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of a was naughty a player, player in this episode. In this episode. Yeah. Tom Campbell was the main character of this Very episode. much so. Yeah. Kind of like we said that Ian was the main character in the Daleks in the show version of the Daleks. It was like, oh, yeah. The first yeah. two stories were more about Ian than they were about uh, about the Doctor. So I don't know. What do you all think about Doctor Who in this thing? Do we, is there anything, any notes? I mean, no, there's really nothing to know. <laughs> Again, there was just nothing from him. I don't him, remember really. anything he did in this episode. He doesn't come off as, as exceptionally. Uh, clever and witty, no. or any of the things that we know. think of when we he think of Doctor Who. Just seems to be like a guy. he did the thing with the. That's what the. That's not what magnets are. That's what the note was about. Remember when they're in the cell? Oh, and he yes. takes the oh, freaking yeah, whatever what? it is and shoves it under the door. He shoved it a breaks piece of, the magnet. He shoved a piece of plastic mm-hmm. under the door, and that have something broke insulated? the magnetic grip that yeah, the no, door had to the floor. Uh, yeah, that's not how that works. And then the Daleks were like. You passed I mean, the was, test. That was yeah, kind like of they clever. expected because, you to get out. And we'll we'll see this when we get there. Apparently, there was an actual intelligence test in that scene that that the doctor, you know, bested or whatever. So we'll we'll have to see that when we get there. But there was there was a note about that in the wikia that said, ah, yes, there was an actual thing. Because when when the, the when the Daleks were saying that, I was like, huh? Yeah. Like What's, what what intelligence test are we talking about? I don't know. Hey guys, Noobs in the Hoobian is brought to you by listeners like Victor, James, and this guy. Jared. Yeah, that one. I that's paid the to one. be on here. And yeah. <laughs> if you find value in what we do, uh, like they do, and you want to give a little bit of value back, here's what you can do. Go over to noobsinthehoobian.com slash support while you still can. That's right. Because yeah. 
the, the, the countdown has officially begun. We've, we've crossed the Rubicon. We're at 200. Yes. I think we're currently scheduled to what? 204? If we get ten patrons, hey, 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 now! If we get ten patrons all by the end of the month, Jared's like, we'll I'm so sick of getting texted on Saturdays. <laughs> oh, anyways, um, let's Enough. see. No, I'm sick of explaining. You know, I'm coming up with excuses for my wife as to where I'm going for an hour. This week, I said I'm going CSI bowling. or something. Where like the wife doesn't know what the husband's actually doing. Is that where he's been disappearing for an hour a week every week? Oh uh, boy. Uh, Corbin, is that how that works? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a bumper. That should be the bumper uh, no. right there. Is that how that works? No. no. All right. Cool. All right, all, right. <laughs> all right, Corbin, what do you got? I, my note says, which is crazier? The dog's plan. Okay. The, do you, do you want to take The dog's plan or the doctor's plan? Which one okay. is more insane? <laughs> um, yeah, so, the dog's plan or the doc- doctor's uh, counter plan? Yes. So, so the dog's plan is to I dig through the crust of the earth uh-huh. into the core. It's like that movie, The Core, but even right. more insane <laughs> yeah, than that right. movie. Right. Because they are going to, like that movie, The Core, drop bombs into the core of the earth. Yeah, like one does. And yeah. blow the like Not iron bombs, metallic core. One bomb. A bomb. A bomb. Yeah. It doesn't look like <laughs> as a big bomb, as a person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drop that bomb. That a person couldn't fit inside of. Oh, yeah. yeah. Drop that bomb into the like mantle of the earth and blow the core of the earth through the other side. Which by into the way to the sun. By the way, they had note. They, they had people dig that hole. They had people digging that yeah, hole. Yeah, not machinery. Not even People. not even contemporary machinery that human beings already had. Yeah. Let alone advanced alien technology. Just dudes. Pickaxes. Just, yeah. Pick, pick, pick. yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Minor helmets. That's right. How did you get down that far? Yeah. So so that's not where the plan stops either, because after they <laughs> blow the uh what does this say? One thousand eight hundred mile wide core out of the earth. <laughs> where did you pull that number from? Google. They are then going to put a ship there and pilot, pilot the Earth. Earth. No, 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 no. It's better. No, it's better than they're that. Turning that into a, they're, they're turning the spaceship. Earth they're into a spaceship because yeah. the mantle will not fill in the right. empty hole. Right, there will be right. a right. hole in the yeah. Earth. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the hard candy shell around the metallic core will still yeah. be intact. Yeah. It'll be totally fine. Totally Inside, never mind the exit. <laughs> <laughs> I did love that they kept calling it the metallic core. That's no. <laughs> I mean, it is iron it's made but, of metal. Yeah, but like yeah, no melted metal. Yeah, yeah. You can't just blow it out. Yeah. That's it's the other thing. Like it's solid, not like a solid object yeah. that they would be blowing out of the. Yeah, it's earth. essentially magma. <laughs> but yeah, blowing that out as though it's a BB out the yes. the other side of the earth, <laughs> which would rip a hole. I'm mean, think about like a hollow tip bullet, you know, going through something where it just explodes out the other side. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. So we're talking about blowing half the Earth off. <laughs> so just what are you going to do to turn it into a spaceship? Absolutely, any explosion big enough to blow the core out of the Earth then would blow up the, the other half of the Earth <laughs> yeah. that the core didn't blow up on its way out. Now you're flying through space. So what's, how are you going to build that spaceship now? Yeah. So what's crazier than that? Uh, the, the crazier that or the doctor's plan to 
divert the explosion into a magnetic convergence of the North and South Poles that will suck the Daleks and only the Daleks yeah. into the Earth's core. <laughs> so that's how magnets So let's explain this one real quick. If you blow up a magnet, obviously stronger. <laughs> 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 obviously, the poles converge <laughs> in Europe. Yes. Yes. First uh-huh. of all, first of all, I'll remind you again, Corbin, that the UK is not Europe in any way, not even not even legally anymore. Um, but yes, that the North and South Pole have a magnetic convergence under the yeah. British Isles yeah. for some reason. <laughs> and secondly, like what? Exploding a bomb there. Yeah. What? A bomb designed to eject the core <laughs> of the earth. That tunnel by was that much is at most like much. a mile. A mile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is generous. Yeah. So instead of dropping a bomb two miles, which A, isn't far enough. Crust is like yeah, eight no. miles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so instead, you're going to divert it to the one mile uh, tunnel. Yeah, and and the explosive force that was going to eject the core of the earth out the other side is now only going to explode one mile below yeah, one, uh, one, Bedford. One little chamber. Yeah. Is going to explode right below why Bedford. Did, which, why did they even have that tunnel leading to the magnet right, chamber? And, yeah, right. or whatever and it'll heck. cause a magnetic shock wave that will drag which, in. Which isn't a thing. Yeah, isn't no, a thing. No. Will drag in only the Daleks. Yeah, only the yes. Daleks. Because apparently it's a special type of magnetic convergence that only attracts Dalekanium, is all yeah. we can assume. And because, the spaceship yeah. must also be made of Dalekanium because it crashed into the Earth. It did, <laughs> didn't it? it? It pulled the ship down yeah, and then the pulled all the down. Daleks out the ship and sucked them all down the hole. And I'm like, yeah. why wasn't what? everyone with a watch and or no. you know metal fillings in their mouth yeah. also <laughs> flying through the air? And or or just stuck to the ground because by the way magnets aren't like water they don't take the path of least resistance through tunnels it it will travel it through will rock pull you directly yeah. yeah so all it would have done was just make the Daleks stick to the surface of the earth it wouldn't have sucked them towards the ne- nearest opening Plus, into how that tunnel are those magnets because then the Daleks are just stuck on the ground they can't fly now they just have to roll yeah. along the ground slowly exactly so um, all of that so there was one scene where. The doctor said something about we'd better get out of the area for when that explosion occurs. And I was like, and by area, he means the earth (laughs) because there is nowhere to hide from that bomb. It was designed to blow the core. I can't emphasize enough. A bomb (laughs) is designed to blow the core of the earth out the other side would do so much damage to to this side one mile down. Even if even if the bomb had no effect on anything other than the core, as I just mentioned, it's nearly 2,000 miles wide. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine that hole through the middle of the earth? That uh, would be... Uh, a hole like uh, the, the U.S., like L.A. to New York is like 3,000 miles. <laughs> so we're talking about a hole... The size of a continent. That, that if it were yeah. aimed properly, would take out... Everything but the West Coast of 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 America, <laughs> everything, everything. A good like you know maybe Mexico makes it, but half of Canada is gone. <laughs> you know, yeah. What like was the Caribbean plan, is toast. Guys. Goodbye to Peru, through? probably. I mean, just and then just as the Earth collapses in on itself <laughs> to fill that hole to fill back in. Hole. 
Yeah. You're going to pilot that thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Or that or the, uh, the, ex- the explosive force. Because by the way, equal and opposite oh, reaction. Oh, no. What <laughs> if you didn't see was the bomb that blows up the ship into the earth. You you missed you missed the bomb that that was, plants the ship into yeah, the earth. Yeah, that plants the ship into the earth. So you, you missed so that part. <laughs> um, there's there's a weird thing when once you get outside of of a gravity well and you're just in space or you're in free fall above a gravity well, so like a like a spacewalk or something. Um, equal and opposite reaction takes on a whole new meaning. So if you're standing on the earth and you throw a ball, that ball will travel away from you at a certain velocity or whatever. But you also, but if you are in space and you throw a ball, the ball will go one way and you will go the other way. Yeah. You will actually move <laughs> the other direction. The exact same. So if you ejected the earth's core out yeah. the one side, the earth, gonna, equivalent amount of energy <laughs> would be pushing the earth the other direction. Yeah. So maybe that's what they mean by make it into a spaceship. They're not injecting <laughs> the core <laughs> wait, to make room wait, for the yeah, control what? center. <laughs> that is the propulsion system. <laughs> Never mind the fact that this they would still a terrible die. Terrible idea. They so would just oh, yeah, die. Yeah. So there's no navigation. So I was <laughs> going to say. So in order to one, turn, we have to blow off. You know, another another continent. Another, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> another continent. Huh? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Australia, just, it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> gonna go a little to the left. Uh, Corbin, what's this oh, other that thing? Was here? Too far. <laughs> this is your problem with the final scene with oh them dropping uh whatever his name is Gosh. Tom Tom <clears throat> Wilf Bernard yes that man yeah so he he asked the, he asked Doctor Who to drop him back off to to get him back home basically all that by the way yeah. all that Ian and Barbara ever wanted. <laughs> And, and, and Tom yeah, Campbell got it, it right, right away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and not only did he, I, I jokingly said, you'll be lucky if he gets you onto your planet, let alone your century, let alone the day you left. And he's like, right. could you take me back a few minutes early? Yeah. I'm like, you do not understand how the TARDIS works. A minute early. <laughs> yeah. So my problem with that was in the, the way things happened was, you know, the, the robbers blow up the thing. And so, Tom goes to call for help, falls into the TARDIS. That's how he ends up on the adventure, right? So now you go back to a few minutes before that has happened and you have him uh, stop the robbery from happening. Okay. So when he arrives a few minutes early, there's two of them. But we don't see them. There's the original. I know. We don't see him because this was just the comedy stinger at the end of the movie that's all yeah. this was haha i got my way exactly and he even says something about detective inspector tom campbell so in other words yeah. like because i went on this adventure it gave me an advantage of time travel which will now help me to become a detective inspector mm-hmm. but but the but the fact is we now have two tom campbells in this universe because he went back in time and because he averted the the robbery the other version of himself never got beaten never yeah. went to call for help never f- fell into the tardis so now there are two versions of Tom Campbell, one of whom is driving at high speed towards the nearest police station to to lock up these these the bad other guys. The other one is still happening. watching television across the street from a robbery that never happened. No, the other. Wait, <laughs> no, it does work because now he's the getaway driver. So what we should have seen is him knock himself out <laughs> and then drive away. That's that wouldn't have been confusing happened. at all. That would have worked, Trip. That would have yeah. worked if okay. he had done that to to maintain the timeline. Can you yeah, imagine? That would have worked. Can you imagine how confusing that opening would be, though? You see a cop 
standing in a window looking at TV, and the same cop walks up behind himself, tackles himself. No, no, no. What you'd have to have. What you'd have to have. Same way. You would have to have instead of us watching a guy walk across the street in painful detail. Uh, because it was the sixties and we didn't understand pacing. So we had to, we had to spend the first 30 seconds of the film watching a guy cross the street. Um, instead of that, you have someone reach in from off camera and throw him to the ground and club him and knock him out. And then we never see that person's face. Yeah. We just see him jump into the car and we think he's the getaway driver. When in reality it was Tom Campbell on Mm -hmm. the That see, 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 we have we fixed the movie we again. Have, like, guys, we're it. so good at this. You guys are amazing. Time travel story knowledge on them. That's eighty. <laughs> How bad at math are you? I don't know. <laughs> Less than sixty. Nineteen sixty-seven. Yeah, this is twenty twenty-two. Like, it's fifty-five like, years. No, no, no. Everything 80. before he was born was just a that billion. Was, that years was one ago. second. Yeah, I'm I'm aware of everything before two thousand was it not. It's not even when he was born. It's two thousand. Anything. Yeah. That was like last century, Dad. That might as well have been during Greco-Roman times. Okay, <laughs> calm yourself. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. So overall impressions, uh, overall rating out of ten. Who wants to kick it off? Holy cow! Coming out the gate strong, Trip. <laughs> Trip, why don't you? Why don't you kick us off? <laughs> I I'm not even joking when I say I have not laughed this hard at a Doctor Who. I, I forget. Did I say this before we started recording? Trip got up from the end of this. Stood up from the couch, Smiling. stretched with a big grin on his face, and said, "I think I enjoyed that more yeah. than any Doctor Who thing we've ever, ever watched. watched." And I was like, "Wow, <laughs> yeah." The, like, I know this what, isn't whatever canon. you were drinking or eating when you were watching. Can I get some of that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have what he's having. Yeah. I I don't know what it was. I have not laughed this hard. At like a movie we, in a we very, did, very long We did time. laugh. I think it definitely helped that we were all together just cracking jokes the whole time. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. It was it was an experience. So definitely a ten out of ten. I don't I don't even know. Um uh ten out of ten, 10 out of all 10, the wrong reasons. <laughs> ten out of ten for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> uh Jared, what now? What what is your rating here? Uh, my, my, I'm going to give it an eight. Uh, I'm going to say I had it. I had a, a lot of fun watching it as, uh, I don't think we're recording yet. We were recording yet when I, I said, uh, I, I wish I would have watched it with you guys, like live streamed it or something, uh, with you guys. Uh, oh man, Jared said um, we should have done it riff track style. And yeah, that we yeah watching it. I, I, I didn't have anyone to turn to and make uh, sarcastic remarks, but, um, so, but at, at the same time, there are some, there was plenty of stuff there that it's like, I, I just can't see 10 out of 10. So I'm giving 8 out of 10. Oh. And I'm saying, what, was that an Austin Powers uh, a show, but but trying to be serious <laughs> about it? It's definitely the same uh, the same genre. That, yes. This is the genre that Austin Powers makes fun of. That's right. 100%. 100%. <laughs> but no James Bond-esque character in there. Right, but yeah. Still. But, well, except, yeah, except, yes. Except, Except oh, Tom yeah. Campbell Tom. was James Bond. Well, man. yeah, I mean, swinging yeah. from doors and crap. I'm serious. That's true. All, yeah. he, all he needed was like a, you know a watch that had you know poison dart launcher in it yeah. or something, and or some glasses. To kill. Yeah. That, like, yeah. Could you could you imagine X-ray if if uh, Doctor Who had come up to him and been like, "Well, Tom, we've been working on something, and I think you'll like what we've got for you here." Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this might help. This looks time. like an ordinary shoe, but uh, take a look at this Aston Martin. Yeah, we've done this in Doctor Who now with oh, Spyfall. Yeah. So yeah. yes. 
Um, yes, I had, I had a ton of fun and, um, I'm going to give it uh, nine out of 10. It doesn't deserve it. Because <laughs> again, we, we had fun with this for all of the wrong reasons. Corbin. I mean, yeah, it's all been said. Yeah. Yeah. Corbin often gets, I was going to say, we got to stop making Corbin in. go last. Corbin's like, yeah, Corbin keeps batting cleanup. Like, you said. What y'all said? <laughs> Seven. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I just love the camp. It was so funny. Yeah. Just it really was. I love to laugh at it, not with it. Not with I it. love yeah. to laugh. <laughs> the only time I laughed at it was or with was it was when it was trying to be serious. No, um there I swear them being will have to bypass Watford. <laughs> that had to be an intentional joke. And it was so it was funny. So I don't know why that got me so hard. So hard. I know. It was <laughs> right. I did laugh Watford. really hard at that part. You know, Jared, the only problem with us doing a riff tracks version of this is we would spend most of the episode pausing it. Oh yeah. Like we'd be pausing it. We would not be at a time it where we're talking over it and stuff. We we would have yeah. to be pausing it all the time. And, yeah. and then we would go on a rant. Syncing that up would be a nightmare for the listeners. So but I'm gonna say like nine out of ten greasers. Obsessed with that guy. Well, guys, next week uh, we are covering the best of 13. And as you heard in the 0.5 episode that we definitely released before we released this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was wondering where that went. Production editor. There's a metaphorical gun to my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> we will be covering Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror. Which Jared went, whoa, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> he was like, I vote for Spyfall. And I was like, I'm thinking uh, oh, that's right. Demons of the Punjab. And one of y'all said, uh, oh, uh, one of the other ones. Uh, and then Corbin goes, what about Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror? And I was like, uh. oh. so you'll, I think you'll, I think you'll hear why we decided on that one. Or you know, you, you've already heard it. Oh yeah. Yes. You have already listened <laughs> already to that. I just explained Corbin, a bunch of stuff that Corbin they've already listened to in the point five episode. Edited and, and if you haven't, it's your episode. fault and not mine, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> After that, guys, is like we timed it, but on believe it or not, this time we didn't. Uh, oh, yeah. excuse me, let me rephrase that. I was aiming for a, a broad target of April-ish. That's what I was aiming for. Yeah. And as yeah. it turned out, um t- next week we're going to release we'll record and release nikola tesla's night of terror and then we will immediately turn around and and go downstairs and cut on legend of the sea devils uh the jody whitaker easter special i'm actually kind of excited for this the um the like lead up stuff that i've seen i'm i'm yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it it's they're calling it just like a swashbuckling adventure i mean it's a pirate episode. that's right yeah but i think it's like Chinese pirates or something. It's like, it's going to be different. It's going to be different. And it's going to feature a classic who villain that we've never seen before, because I think they only appeared in one episode. right? Yes. Yeah. They they were, they were just in one story. Um, So the fact that they're coming back is, is kind of a big to do. Um, And then our plan is to do the Dalek invasion of earth. The original classic who episode that this Dalek invasion of earth 2050 AD uh, movie was 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 uh, a spinoff of or based on. Right. Uh, so we'll cover the Dalek invasion of Earth, and then um, that'll put us at uh, the the first first week of May, uh, episode two hundred three, and then on the schedule says episode two hundred four 
regeneration special, everything to be determined <laughs> because <laughs> we don't know nothing about it. Um, I, I'm pretty sure November is what we've is what we've been hearing, and really? yeah, um, November because it's supposed to be in conjunction with the hundredth anniversary of the BBC. So as oh, it, as it so happens, yeah. So the hundredth anniversary of the BBC is this November, and then next November is the sixtieth anniversary of Doctor Who. So um, my understanding is we'll have the regeneration special this November, and then nothing. And then the 60th anniversary special, uh, the following November, 2023. And then, uh, who, who knows? It's, it's the wild, wild West again, guys, where you, you all will be in a spot you've never been in before. Cause literally the only time y'all have ever been waiting for a season, we weren't even waiting for it. We were frantically rushing to get the season before it completed on time. So y'all have never had to wait for a season of Dr. Who. And I just want to put this in perspective for you. It is entirely likely, barring the Easter special next week and then the the regeneration special, you guys will not see a new season. You'll have some specials. You oh, will yeah. not see a new season of Doctor Who until Corbin is out of high yeah. school. Ooh, really? Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Wow. Well, you gra- you won't even see the 60th anniversary before you graduate. 60th anniversary is after you graduate. Yeah. When when do you graduate? Next next year, right? Yeah, senior year next year. Wow! So he'll graduate before the 60th anniversary. So we won't have a new season of Doctor Who until Trip is a senior. Is that right? Am I thinking of that one right? Uh, Corbin will graduate, and then that fall you'll start your junior year, and I we'll have the 60th anniversary. So I'll be senior by the time. Well, no, unless they do it that spring. I find that very well unlikely. you never know i mean that's a long way that's a long way off that's spring 2024 that's two years from now if they haven't yeah. gotten something together in the next two years i'm gonna be upset yeah. especially because it's rtd i mean this man knows how knows how stuff works and we're not in COVID yeah. anymore so we don't have so, all yeah, that we don't have on. so so, so guys we um think. uh well <laughs> no, no we're not done with, i was gonna say we're not done with covid we're just living with it the now. Great it's just it's yeah, like the flu for yeah. the rest of our lives there will be every fall it'll be it's time to get your flu and covid shot that's yeah. what it'll be right right and i say shot maybe shots but maybe they'll come up with one <laughs> come up with the one unified you know, get you for flu together. and COVID. yeah yeah swirl Oh. Yeah, COVID, oh. and then we created COVID the super swirl. bug. <laughs> it's the super flu. It's super fluvid. Yeah. Fluvid. Um, so, guys, that's um, that's where we're headed. Uh, it did. It did. Um, and, and I don't. I, you know, I, Corbin and I the other day were like, man, we're gonna miss this podcast when it's like we're wrapping it up, like. We're going to miss it. And Corbin's already like scheming about what could our next podcast be? And there's some thoughts. There's some, there's some conversation and some thoughts about like a monthly type thing, but I'm going to tell you this right now for six weeks, your mother has said, so how many so, do y'all so, have left? When y'all guys going to stop Mom is looking to forward yourself. to getting her Sunday afternoons back, man. Yeah, I'm telling you, you and what, Allison because, must be talking together. They, they must be. <laughs> Yeah, Keely's going when we, we, can, when, we can do a group picnic. When group our picnic. when our husbands finally wrap up this podcast and, and Allison's going, what? <laughs> what podcast? <laughs> what podcast? 
<laughs> he's been taking a lot of overtime, <laughs> of overtime. and he's losing money. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. All right, guys, that's all we've got for you. Um, let's see. Yeah. That, I mean, that is, that is the full game plan right there for the, for the first time we can really sort of flesh out the entire thing even though it's been on my my little spreadsheet for about six months now. Yeah, Snoobs in the Hoobie is a production of Master Closet Studios where it's always smaller on the inside for a few more weeks. Your senior <laughs> producer is me, Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is this guy. I'm the sometimes late production editor is that one. What? <laughs> what? Sometimes what? you're late. What? Who's on first? To what? to what? What am I late to? Releasing, Releasing episodes. episodes. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's your name? Corbin. <laughs> He did and our, it. And our classic Whovian is this guy. Hey, I'm Jared, and I'm thanks still Special thanks to, <laughs> <laughs> to TARDIS.Fandom.com for the trivia, and shout-outs to Victor, Jared, and James for their ongoing Patreon support. You can find us over at NoobsInTheHoovian.com where you can find all the links and all the stuff. And make sure that wherever you find us that you subscribe, leave a rating, share us with a friend, not because we're a great show, but because we're going away soon. Wait, huh? No, wait, huh? Oh, and because no, we no, watch no. one. As always, my name is Austin. I'm the Hoobie, and these are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're the news. And I'm the Jared. And until next time, be safe if you can be, but always be episode 200. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? G- goodbye? <laughs> Question mark? Question mark? There's got to be bloopers, I'm pretty sure. Be <laughs> Let's hope it all balances out. Yeah. yeah we, so. we did an interview with a couple on Love Hip Adventure on, on Zencaster, okay, and I forgot to compensate on our end. So me and your mom's mix was fine, but it was like, because we were just peeking like crazy because it was oh Zencaster, and there was nothing I could do about it. Solid what? block on my screen from you doing <laughs> that.